clearing awareness. Keynote. Let awareness widen and soften around experience. Be with your feelings rather than caught up in them. With this exercise, we focus more fully on the contents of awareness. Awareness has an inner seeing that can notice the way the mind works. Sometimes people refer to awareness as heart because it's not the intellect. But it's also not just emotion. Awareness gets affected by feeling, stores up impressions and memories, and brings forth a range of responses. Some we would call emotions, such as affection or malice. But the responses also include patience, receptivity, determination, and letting go. All these impressions and responses, the contents of awareness, seem to be who I am. However, although the content affects us deeply, it changes and we don't have much say over it. So it's not really me or mine. Why do we have these moods, impressions and reactions? And how to get them straight? Well, what you can know is that when there is identification with mental content, we get confused as to who we are and why we're like this. The aim of meditation is to disengage, to disidentify, and to let that confusion clear. With this, what comes to light are wisdom and inner happiness, and the content clarifies by itself. Physical feeling. Cultivating a calm awareness of physical feeling is a pressing topic, as, even without illness or impingement, the body soon gets uncomfortable just sitting still. Pain and the avoidance of it is a big issue in our lives, and so meeting and coming to terms with it is one of the reasons to cultivate steady awareness. As with thought, the aim is not to overcome pain, but to transform the agitation that it engenders into a calm and focused awareness. However, it's always good to exercise and stretch the hamstrings and tissues around the hip joints with suitable body work in order to lessen unnecessary discomfort. Ground your attention in the body and steady the mind with breathing. Integrate awareness into the breathing. For a few minutes, cultivate an interest in the movement and manifestation of pain. Is it pulsing or flaring? Try to visualize what it would look like. How much is in the body and how much is in the mind? Can you distinguish the physical feeling and sensations from the mental contraction and agitation? Bring integrated breathing awareness onto the area of pain and breathe into the pain. Widen the focus of your attention to include the area around the pain and in a widening circle, the entirety of your body. At the same time, relax your mind's reaction to the pain. 
Breathe out through the soles of the feet, the palms and the temples. The intention here is to relax the nervous energy and resistance around pain. It's rather like sunlight warming the rippling surface of a pond. After a few minutes, add another minute and then relax and shift your body. Notice the psychological effect of such practice, that one's mind becomes more patient and equanimous and complains less. This is what pain can teach us. What we can learn from physical pain and discomfort is that which we call feeling has three components. Feeling itself, the quality of pain, pleasure or neutrality, the psychological emotional impression of that, fiery, annoying, unbearable, delightful, boring, and the activity, the response to that impression, such as resistance or clinging to it. Can you discern these three? The first is how things are in the body right now, and the latter two are mental additions. These mental additions are what we can most directly adjust, and in so doing we can become more steady and equanimous around discomfort or pleasure. Mental feeling Mental, that is, psychological and emotional aspects of discomfort and delight, direct, oppress and uplift our lives. Therefore, mental feeling is an important topic to be clear about. Mental feeling may be triggered by a sight, sound, smell, taste or touch, or by a mind object, such as a memory, mental impression or a thought. As such input makes contact, it's registered as a feeling, and as an impression, beautiful, disgusting, friendly, offensive, urgent, unimportant, and so on. This contact impression then acts as a trigger for a mental activity, which may be of holding and wanting, or of resistance, ill-will, anxiety, excitement, relaxation, or tension. Also, just as painful emotions make us feel defensive or aggressive, pleasure can have a soporific or an addictive effect. So the impression and activity around pleasure is also something to pay attention to. Pleasure and pain are part of life, but we need to meet them with clear awareness in order to maintain balance. In the following exercise, we therefore learn to check and steady mental activity. Then, as we stabilise our awareness, we can investigate the triggering impression. Acknowledge and disengage. Note the quality of the feeling without dismissing it or getting involved. Instead, get interested in how you can know, sense and be with the pleasant or unpleasant feeling. If you feel tense, disengagement comes not through trying to relax the tension, but through widening your awareness to include a non-tense area and bringing goodwill into that focus. Use the body. Stabilise and ground your awareness through referring to the whole body. Avoid engaging with the feeling. First, get it in perspective, 
so that you can acknowledge the impression and the activity. Use attention on breathing to steady the mind. Investigate. Where does mental activity take you? Do you find yourself caught up in aversion, desire, anxiety or regret? Notice that. Then how does all that affect your body? Is there a rush in the nervous system? Or a tension? Or a whirl? Note the effect in your hands, soles of the feet and face. Refer back to the mental impression. What is the essence of this trigger? Is there a sense of threat or of reward? How do you feel when that's occurring? Are you elated, guilty or threatened? How does that compare to how you were before this impression took hold? Contemplate. Feelings, impressions and activities are subject to constant change. They happen to you, but they're not who you are. So you don't have to act upon, hold on to, resist or judge that feeling. Free of those reactions, you can investigate further. How valid is the impression? Ugly, offensive, delightful, urgent. What's worth acting upon? Respond. What is helpful now? Respond to the contact, thought, sight and so on with wise awareness. Avoid trying to figure it out. Just act in a way that feels right. As we practice in this way, we learn that awareness, the basic knowingness or sensitivity of the mind, has an unmoving view and a responsive energy. The view is wisdom, that which maintains an overview. Wisdom's response is imbued with clarity and compassion. Responding wisely allows awareness to clarify and skill to develop. On the other hand, responding without clarity leads to passion and suffering. We can also learn that any wise response, whether that is to let go, to be firm or to patiently endure, has a subtly pleasant feeling. This feeling comes not from contact, but from skillful intention. It's the most reliable source of happiness, one that has no harmful side effects. Reflection What belongs? What's wrong with the present moment? Who says how it should be? How satisfying is pleasant feeling? The image here is of holding an open bowl and allowing the wind to blow things in and out of it. Who do any of these belong to? Try to remember the subtle but pleasant feeling associated with intentions and responses, such as generosity, compassion, forgiveness and honesty. Set the intention to develop and contemplate these positive intentions in your life.